This is your grandfather, and you're listening to the sweet sounds of Josie's boy. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of Call Me When It's Over. I'm your host, your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Thank you for coming back. You're far too kind, far too kind. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate you guys. Uh, CallMeWhenIt'sOver.com. You know what I'm saying? Uh, weekly, everybody check me out. I appreciate y'all, all the listeners, showing me all the love. Everybody on uh, Facebook Live right now. Uh, big shout out to everybody watching me. Uh, my homegirl Latifah, love you. Uh, Victoria, Kayla, what's going on, everybody? <clears throat> and everybody else that's going to join in through the whole time. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm just getting off, a, off of a cold, so I'm sorry. You know, last episode was worse, but I'm getting better. But yeah, call me when it's over dot com. You know what I'm saying? So big shout out to my guy Rich, RageWorks.net, the man behind all of this who gave me this platform. I appreciate you. Uh all he did was turn the mic on and let me go loose. And that's all I need. Give me the platform, I'm good. So uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are back for episode twenty six. Big shout out to my sponsor, Plastic Plastic Hot. <laughs> PlasticHollywood.com. Uh that's Hollywood with X's instead of O's. Big shout out to them. They are my biggest sponsor right now. I appreciate you guys. Uh, PlasticHollywood.com. Big shout out to my homeboy, Tycho X. All right. Okay. Like, yeah. PlasticHollywood.com. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, you guys, for uh, sending me the gear. He has, they have a new, uh, fall line. Just dropped some new dad hats. So check them out. PlasticHollywood.com. <clears throat> other than that oh real quick real real quick before i get in everything because I, I got a guest today and i'm about to introduce him to y'all so uh it's about to get real real quick big shout out to my little sister saskia she just gave birth to two uh beautiful twin babies a boy and a girl so shout out to you i love you congratulations i cannot wait i cannot wait to meet my new niece and nephew i love you and i will see you tomorrow so hopefully one of y'all see this and y'all share it and and she knows so i love her a big shout out to my guy charlie who just got on charlie is back in the studio where he needs to be i saw you on instagram brother i'm glad you back on that so uh yeah today we got some shit to talk about i got a very special guest in the building this is this is my man i've known him for a minute you know what i'm saying we met a a, a good amount of years ago at uh swag open mic Spoken Word Effects Generation, uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to my Uncle Kenny. I appreciate you. I love you too. <clears throat> yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to introduce y'all to my man. Y'all know him as uh, Trill Nimley, but my man Nene is in the building. <laughs> What's going on, King? How you feeling? I'm happy to be here. Peace everybody watching. Ugly niggas unite. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm, putting, I'm putting on for the ugly niggas. Facts, facts, facts. So we we out here. Ugly niggas is back. (laughs) Ugly intelligent (laughs) niggas is back. Um, Thank you for coming, bro. Absolutely, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you, man. You know, sharing just my testimony with your podcast and your platform. And I thank everybody for for being here. If you on Facebook Live, it's gonna get it's gonna get wild. It's about to get real. Keep watching. It's about to get real. Entertain. You're going to be moved. You might start crying. you definitely going to laugh. That's 100%. 100%. Uh, 
100%. We just going to keep it funky. We're going to continue this good dialogue we've been having even before the cameras came on, before the mics came on. That's right. We was, you know, it's love. So we having real conversations about real things. Always love. And, you know. So Always Now love. y'all get to be a fly on the wall. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and be a part of this. This is history right here. You know, facts, man. It's my man, first facts. time being on this platform to be on a podcast. You know, oh, it won't be your last, though. Absolutely. won't be your last. It won't be your last. So. Yeah, so let's 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 get the business, bro. Let's Absolutely. get the business. So, Absolutely. how you been, man? I've been good, man. Good. I've just been I've been blessed, honestly. Like I've been going through my own little struggles and all that. But at the end of the day, like that's just making me sharper. So that's I've been a fact. going through that and just learning new things. You know, linking with my people, sharing ideas. I got something really big I'm working on. Right okay, now. okay, okay. Um, I mean, can you speak on it? <sighs> I'm going to talk a little bit about it. I can't go too much in depth with it. Okay. Because, you know, it's kind of in the early stages of fruition and all that. But it's going to be something really major. And when it happens, you're going to be like, oh, wow, that's what he was talking about? Power moves only. Trust me. Power moves only. That's why I like this. That's why I like this. Nate Parker can't be the only one doing it. That's a fact. Nah, that's that's a fact, though. That's all I'm going to say, though. (laughs) That's a fact, though. Nah, I appreciate you for coming through, brother. You know, like I said, every time I see you, it's always love. Thank you for being here. It's always love. Thank you for having me, man. I'm I'm glad to be here. That's what I'm here for, man. That's what we're supposed to lift each other up. Absolutely. Supposed to lift each other up. So, uh, getting into it, I met you. Then, I mean, you still are, you're, you're, uh, in the fashion world, right? You're a stylist. Yeah, I do style. I do freelance styling. Okay. How, how long have you been doing that? Um, I actually, I started doing that probably like in 2014. Okay. Um, I still do little things from here and there. I actually have, um, a little thing that I'm about to, you know, I'm working yeah, on right yeah, now yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah. with the web series, um, styling one of the characters in the show. Okay. So, um, maybe okay. it'll expand to every character, but you know, the, the fashion thing is cool. Like it That's comes, you know, it's something that come natural to me. Like, so. I mean, like you fly dude. Yeah. You, you put me in a closet. I'm going to come out with 20, 30 different outfits. You know what I, I'm saying? I feel that. I feel I, I'm that. from a different era where like, <laughs> you know, we didn't have much, but like the, the way we looked was kind of like our pride and all that. Where you Facts. might only get, you know, one pair of sneakers for the whole year, but you had that toothbrush and you was keeping them joints crispy. That's right. Spring break. That's you right. Know, your shits look fly. Maybe you get them. something new on Easter, you know? Yeah, you, you, know? Hope, you know, you were hoping, you know, your grandmother or <laughs> somebody would throw you a bone and how you looking fresh in the spring. That's a fact. That's I mean, a fact. But I'm from a different era. So like, um, the way I grew up, we really just had to um, make the best of whatever we had. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And 100%. With me, like, I always had to, like, I come from, my DNA is fly. My mother was fly. Respect. My father was fly. Respect. So it was like. I mean, it's that, that's that New York. It couldn't skip that generation. Cool. That's, that's a fact. And I'm African, too. So, like, you know, West Africa, Liberia, what up, L.I.B. That's what's up. Yeah. Are you your parents? Absolutely. That's what's up. Absolutely. That's I'm, what's I'm up, a, man. I'm a, what they call, quote, unquote, first generation American. That's beautiful. You know what I mean, so um, that's thank God for that, you know. Everything that my parents went through to make it here, you know, That's I'm what's just, up. Um, I'm just extending that. And have I, you have you been back? On I, home I, yet? I haven't been back yet, and okay. you know that's one. Of, that's probably one of my biggest regrets. The fact that I haven't been back yet, but right. due to the fact that we we had a civil war in Liberia mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. 1990 to 2004, it's right. been a lot of civil unrest. It ain't not to say that you know. Because people be going back. Like, oh, yeah. Up front. Like, some of my homies on Facebook, they go back to Liberia. So I can't be like, yo, that's, I'm not going back because of this. Not right, 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 right. And, and I know how to move in these streets anyway. That's a fact. That's, that's a fact. That's neither here nor there. We, we might get into that later. We're going to talk about I mean, that later. We're going to talk about, about that later. I'll tell my whole testimony and we could just yeah, yeah, get yeah, into, you know, yeah. some, cause I, not everything I did I'm proud of, but I did it. I mean, you, know you had I mean? to do so what you got to do to survive. You feel if me? I didn't do it, I wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't that's have the testimony I have today. I wouldn't be able to tell these stories. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be able to, you know what I mean? Because, I did that, mm-hmm. so the next brother wouldn't have to go through that. You know, hundred percent. I mean? So I had to take them scars. So 
nobody else had to, you know, take them licks. I'm, I'm 100%, uh, shout out to my homeboy Salima who just joined in too. Uh, what's going on, brother? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy you you said something to come and touch on, uh, real quick before I get on this. Remember everybody, uh, um, we, we taking all questions, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to ask. Ask me anything. Anything. I'm going to keep it funky. If you having a problem with your life, ask a question. I'll give you relationship advice, work advice. If you know a nigga you want (laughs) robbed or something, I can line them up. Don't condone, but it happens. No, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, I, it's, it's, there we go. Perfect timing, perfect yeah, time. Know. See, now it's, now it's perfect. All, all lives matter, though. All, <laughs> there y'all go. Uh, and we starting early. We starting early. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, to, to get on that real quick, it's, uh, you know, cause I, I definitely, I definitely had the mindset. I'm glad before we, we, uh, before we got on the mics, we were talking about the same thing. You know, you're on the same, on the same boat as me, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, I put something on Facebook recently, uh, last night, and you know, just up at that three o'clock in the morning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, your, your mind, were you working? Your mind working, you know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> that's the creative hour, too. 100%, 100%, 100%. With, uh, shout out to my homeboy Melo, he just said relationship advice, be faithful, <laughs> and you'll never lose. Be careful. Cool be careful, <laughs> yo, we live in a different world right now, I don't know. <laughs> Temptation's a motherfucker, you know? Be careful. That's it, but I, uh, uh, as 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 a painter, as an artist, you know we both creatives. You know what I'm saying. And uh, as an artist, I f- I always feel like uh, we're not respected enough. You know what I'm saying. It's, somebody being being from New York, the whole competitive nature. We we're just yeah. talking about that. It's like when you jump on your own, not enough people appreciate your story until somebody else tells you tells them that you do have a story. Absolutely. Like they got to hear it from a third party. That you know cosign. what I'm saying? Yeah, that cosign. And uh, I said something to the fact of, and I'm 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 big on telling my story. You know what I'm saying? As I'm sure you are as well, every day, you know? Any, any chance I get, I got to, because that's my duty. I got to share my testimony. 100%. And I, I, I said something to the fact of, you know, you get nowhere in life without taking risks, uh, you know, leaving your job, losing relationships, uh, leaving home. Oh, yeah, I like that. I you like, feel I, me? I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Facts. And it's like, yo, and nobody can ever tell me anything, because... I've done that shit. You know what I'm saying? The whole, I, 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 I've gotten fired for almost, almost every job I had. Almost every single job I've ever had, I got fired. All because I'm, I'm taking off days so I could do shows and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I could travel, do whatever I gotta do. And I feel like we're, we're with the whole social media age, it seems easier. So people forget that, uh, the people try to skip that step. And they forget that you actually got to go through the pain to, to get something. You feel me? Yeah, you got to uh, pay your dues. 100%. Yo, and you know, like like you said, we from a different era, you know? Yeah. And we're not, we're not going to do this whole, oh, it used to be better. Yeah. And if we're not going to do that. We're just going to keep it 100. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With, <clears throat> I, I would always tell my nephew, it's like, you know, it's like running up the steps. You know, yeah, you skipping two, three steps at a time. Eventually, you're going to trip. You're going to fall. You know what I'm saying? You might scrape your knee. You might... Uh, break arm, anything can happen, but point being is like you still trip, you stumble, and now it's like you in that shock of, all right, what do I do here? Because if you skip the step, you don't know what to do next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's something you're missing. So, uh, you know, keep keeping keep keeping on that New York vibe. I know you're you're big on uh, keeping motivation out there. Absolutely. Uh, you you you're really big on so being being a man from New York and 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 especially the social climate that we're dealing in right now. Uh, it's 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 definitely hard being one of us. Yeah, it's absolutely. hard being one of us, and I want to know what what do you, what do you do to stay motivated? Like, what do you do to keep in, keep yourself in that mind state of doing what you got to do? Absolutely. All right, uh, full disclosure: mm-hmm. I, I grew up in Ohio. I can't. Oh, I, 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 I didn't. Been, I didn't know that. I've been coming to New York since the nineties, so I, I remember the old New York, like all these nineties babies coming up. I remember the New York y'all dream about, the New York y'all want to be a part of. But 
I've, I've been coming here forever. Forever, you know right. I mean? So, like, I've, I've been here. And this is the first place my parents said when they came to America. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, as far as, like, you know, as far as, like, us motivating people, mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be an everyday process. Like, right. We, we just can't make it when we're on stage or when we're in a, on our platform that we're helping people out. It got to be an everyday thing where it's like if you on the training, you see a brother that needs something and you have it, you're supposed to give that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It don't Facts. matter where you at. Like the other day, like, and I, I don't like to talk about the, the good things I do. Or, I, I wouldn't call it I'm Because it, it's, 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 it's normal. It's what we're spo- supposed to we're do. We're supposed to do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I had some extra food. I saw a sister at 42nd Street. She didn't even have no shoes on. She was sitting there. I had a donut. And like a um, Natural Valley Nutrigrain bar. Okay. So I just had it in the bag. I gave it to her. You know what I mean? She was like halfway asleep. I don't think she really realized it. Then I realized what I did. I'm like, I got to get some water for her. I yeah. I just her powdered donuts. And <laughs> it was what I had. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I went and got her the water. And she was like, nah, nah, I don't want it. Like, nah, just, just take, take yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're going to need that eventually at some time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we all have to be willing to do that in all walks of life. It just can't be, you know... You know, me as, you know, uh, I do a lot of things in the style of music, all that stuff, but yeah. it got to be everybody, like each one, teach one. And we well, we got to be human first. Absolutely. We got to be human first. And I remember I, I was, uh, I left here and, you know, my guy Jay, his mom is like a second mom to me and she yeah. made crab salad. She gave me the, the, the big Chinese container. I'm all like, right. yeah, I'm about to tear this down. I you like know what I'm saying? Crab so, salad? What, you feel? What was that? I like crab salad. <laughs> and I was, uh, I, w- I was like, all right, I, you know, I'm going to eat some of this on the train. And I, yo, I, I kid you not, I got maybe two scoops in and i saw somebody come on and and he you know he didn't ask for no money he didn't ask for nothing he's like yo I just, you know if anybody got any food i'm like yo homeboy you can have this i put the foil on i'm like yo you can have this bro Absolutely. like this is you and you can you know i would uh, when it when it comes to giving somebody i would offer f- food sustenance before i offer money you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you can, if I give you money, I don't know where you're going to go and what vices you have or whatever. But I know if I give you food, that's something that'll help you see another day. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, either way, like you said, if you got a dollar, give it, you know, because yeah. we're probably spending on some dumb shit anyway. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm 100% glad you brought that up. And, and the food <coughs> means more. Like, we're mm-hmm. like, somebody really put their time and effort into, to, you know, creating this meal. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, a dollar bill is just a dollar bill. Like, my dollar bill, like your dollar bill. Like same shit. Dollar bill. But if I give you some food, mm-hmm. that's someone that really, someone really put their they heart and soul into that meal. 100%. To nourish your body and all that. Like, that lasts a lot longer than just a paper dollar that anybody could have had from anywhere. That's it could have came from a stripper's ass. That's We're not going to get too ratchet early, though. We're not going to get too ratchet early. Funny, real quick, funny story Ain't about, wrong about stripper money, There's though. Nothing wrong with a dollar bill from a stripper's ass. Nah, bro. Nah, I mean, it, it, it got to go somewhere. Think about you all the coke that's on there, though. Oh, yeah. Think of all the coke that's on dollar bills that we don't know about. Nothing but coke and ass. You feel me? Like, it got to come from somewhere. I, I remember I was working at Urban Outfitters. Don't smell uh, a dollar. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't smell it. Don't lick a dollar. Like, please don't put that shit near your mouth. Don't, don't lick it unless you're putting it in a stripper's ass. That's I mean, the, they, they gotta the it got to stick. It got to stick. You feel <laughs> me? I, re- I, re- <laughs> I remember I was working at Urban Outfitters a few years ago. Which Urban you worked at? I used to uh, the one on the Atlantic. Or? Oh, in downtown, yeah. The black people one. Yeah, the black people one, exactly. Uh, I used to work at that one in Soho. The, oh, yeah, you see. The you real at, urban. You used at the mall. Funny, yo, I'm going to tell you something funny, though. Like I said, shout out to my guy, my homeboy, Charlie. We was the number one store in New York. Oh, word? Yeah. I'm, oh, they must have lied. They told us we was we became, to be the number one store in We became country. it. Word. That was after I started working there. Word. That's, that's, you know, that's I, cool. I, bought a, I bought an ill Janet Jackson t-shirt over there, Rhythm Nation, one of my favorite albums. But anyway, no, well, that's one of my own. Yeah, I had that on cassette. You, oh, my so, mama can attest to that. I, uh, mama, I don't know if you're watching. 
Hi, mom. <laughs> watching, you know, I used to, we used to have a double, you know, the double tape deck. We need the mm-hmm. high speed dubbing. Mm-hmm. 90s babies just tune this out. Y'all ain't go. They ain't gonna know about that. They gonna know about that. that. thing called high speed dubbing and all that. Come on, son. Come that's on, the, that's son. From the, that's from the old school. But Janet Jackson, she got lots of plays and congratulations. She's pregnant right yeah, now. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. You know what I mean? So congratulations 50. on that. Yeah. Yeah. She's still bad too. A hundred percent. I mean, cheekbones, cheekbones still popping. Popping. She, yo, I'm telling you, you know, black don't crack, bro. Come on, Absolutely man. Absolutely not. Know that? You, you know what I'm saying? Mean? Yeah. Unless, you, unless you smoking it. Other than I mean, that. that, that uh, but even DMX, see, DM, under the circumstance, yo, if you look at the amount of crack that DMX smoked. He and, still look good. He still look very he still good. Look good. And his age and all, all everything. My man got 16 kids. 16. That he know about. That he know about. If, if someone, no one ever has 16 kids. Never. Unless they all Never. from your wife. Cause if you got that many motherfucking if you got that many motherfucking kids, you don't mm-hmm. know how many kids you got. Mm-mm. If a nigga, y'all got you got the possibles, 16, the babies. Yeah, yeah. He got I'm, about twenty seven. I, I I go I go at least twenty five. He got at least twenty seven. At least twenty five. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? He got like uh, uh, Ezekiel, Isaiah, all, all them tours in the nineties. Come on, man. DMX was no, DMX fuck was that. Every, and he was a crackhead. So yeah, like, he was getting crackhead pussy. He was getting groupie pussy. You don't know what you was getting? No, I'm saying he knew what he was getting into. Not but he knew what he was doing. Though. Women, ain't not at all. Not at all. Not at all. We go talk it like we talk. But yeah, but you know, we got love. It's all. It's all in fun. It's all love. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Especially my sisters. I ain't got nothing but love for you. Yeah, bro. Shout to my homegirl Katia. So I definitely had a. Uh, episode 24 i think it was we had a great conversation about that oh, about right. black love and just 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 loving loving your women in general oh, yeah. shout, shout out saying? to my baby too that's um, what's up yeah, yeah. Got off the phone. Black, black love is beautiful black love matters and black love is beautiful keep that going and and all love matters for real 100 percent. but we focus 100%. on this black love because that's what i got but but all love matters man like and that's what it's all about for mm-hmm. real it's like it's about self-love i want to get all preaching and all that <clears> shit. No, 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 especially no. after i just got done talking about pussy and strippers <laughs> i mean listen duality yeah ratchet and righteous absolutely yeah you, ratchet you, and got, you got to keep that balance you can't really get too far on one side of the pendulum because right. then the expectations become something because once and, you get too righteous now, now you set a precedent mm-hmm. now, you, now you always got to be righteous now yeah, but then like, that that's that thin line of becoming an extremist yeah yeah and it's like ah you don't want to be known as that Absolutely you could be the angry black guy yelling all the time yeah i gotta keep my <laughs> flexibility so it's like yeah. you know I, I could talk the knowledge with you you know one minute and the next minute you know we could talk about you know the new yg album which which we gonna get on in a minute we definitely gonna get on in a minute you know what i'm saying but i definitely i want to talk about your 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 upbringing uh a, a little while. All right, cool. We can talk. About uh, like, like, like you said, yeah, yeah. Your parents are, are both from Liberia. Liberia. Both, both of them are from Liberia. Absolutely. Oh, that's what's up. Straight, that's, straight from Liberia. That's beautiful. Now, how how was your music? The music presence in your household? Because I'm pretty sure you have some stuff coming from back home. Absolutely. Then you had the the the, the westernized culture. You know what I'm saying? So, I want. How, how was the the music situation in your house? All right, cool. Now we talking. All right. Um. So this is basically where my story starts from. Okay. You know what I'm saying so. Um. My mother came to America when she was 19 years old okay. in, in 1983. My father came here in 1981. So um, when they came here, um, basically my mother wanted to get us assimilated into, quote unquote, American society. Mm-hmm. And she didn't quite know how. So what better way was through, you know, music. Because right. that's that's um, a form of communication, especially coming from an African background. My right. mother my mother grew up in a church. My mother just dropped the album like, what? like a year ago. And my mother made like a gospel album. My mother writes music and all that's that. That's what's up. At age like 50. For that's real. what's and up. She had never made an album before any of that. But that was like her original dream from when she was young. My dad met my mother when she was singing in the choir. Oh, wow. My dad was like, my dad was one of them dudes back in the day in Liberia. He used to yeah. work on the radio. So it's, so it's crazy. Oh, he ain't, so he's 
was a little had a little fame. Little, yeah, yeah. My my yeah. dad worked on the radio. He was like the Peter Jennings of Liberia. What? So, um, not to get too vulgar, but my dad used to get a lot of a lot of offerings from women and all that. <laughs> like I heard stories about my father having groupies outside the hotel and all that. When he oh, came yeah. out, I want you, you and you. Like that's cool. And, for- that, that <laughs> Izzy brother's life. Yeah, and, and, my, and my grandfather had several wives. I'm, I'm named after oh my, my grandfather. He had, I think, like three or four wives. Oh, so wow. That's who I'm named after. Not to, not to really condone. Not glorified. That, yeah. That's the, that's where we from. And it wasn't just a thing of like he lusted so many women, so he had to have these many wives. Like, nah, right. He was a farmer and okay. in Liberia. Like, when you have the means to provide, you can have more than one wife. Hmm. I'm not no nigga in a project with seven, eight girlfriends. Like, you're not doing it right, bro. You know what I mean? But in, in his position he was in, he had the means to be able to take care okay. of these women, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially, obviously, and to take care of the children they were having to put them in a better position. So right. I felt like my grandfather paved the way. And um, basically, the way my family got to America is a, it's a, it's a kind of cool story. I'm, I'm going to break it down. Really yeah, soon. good, good. Like, we got time. All right. So basically, my, my father... His dad sent him to be raised by missionaries. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and when my dad graduated from high school, my grandfather, he didn't, couldn't read or write or anything, but he did have the farm. He gave my father a goat. Mm. My dad wasn't really into farming, but my dad knew he wanted to get to the city because he wanted to see what this life really had to offer. Right, right. So my dad used that goat, Polly, got to the city, yeah. and he used just his, his mouthpiece, just being a hustler. And he worked his way onto the radio. Mm. Once he got on the radio, he became like the lead broadcaster for ELWA in Liberia. He used to do the soccer announcements, the news, world news, and all that. Um, He ended up becoming the Minister of Information for President Doe, who was, um, if if you know your Liberian history, he was the first indigenous president in Liberia. Mm. And he had an all-indigenous regime. And my father was the Minister of Information in that. Oh, wow. So um, once my father got into the right position, he was like, I want to go to America and go to college. So That's basically, Doe just got the paperwork, signed it off, sent it to Toronto Reagan and them. They signed it off. Yeah. And my dad came to America. He had three scholarships. He had one to Syracuse University, Virginia, and he had one to Kent State University. Wow. He came to New York. He worked um, downtown for a couple years, sent for my mother and my What do you What do you do when he got out here? Like, what do you do for work? My pops is a mysterious character. <laughs> You know, so my, my dad never really like he, he told me he worked downtown. Right. But like like my dad is one of them dudes and, and, and like all of y'all whose father was like a player mm-hmm. or like they had like a little life that you may not be 100 percent versed on. Mm-hmm. Th- there's certain parts of, you know, their life that they don't really talk about. So they'll be like, OK, I did this, that and the third. And right. then you was born like, hold up, nigga. Like, like you just came. <laughs> when, did you, when did you meet mama, nigga? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like it's certain things from his life that he don't really talk about. Not that I don't think my father was ever involved in like the streets in America. Right. You know I mean, it's other stuff that that, you know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has little Liberia. connections here and there. My pops was a player, so nah, he was. If he was getting, he was probably trying to get it up out of a, a joint or whatever. Nah, you know, hey. so he, he's trying to get it up out of one of these young ladies in America. That's just that. That was just his nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get like, how you live, man. My get dad was going. Live. My dad was going hard. He wasn't giving. He wasn't taking no shorts and no losses when it came to these women. He was out here, hundred percent, ten toes down. I respect. You know I, I mean, <laughs> yo, see now, let me get hold on, hold on, hold on. See, see, see now, 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 you, you definitely, you definitely have to be in the culture. To know that ten toes down phrase, absolutely, hundred percent. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's the now, members only jacket, man. That's a fact, you know though. Like, that's a. I, yo, I swear to God, you you are probably like maybe like the second or third person in my life to ever say that to me. That and, and knew it. I'm like, yo, you know what? Absolutely, I fuck, man. 
That's that's the cloth I'm from. That's and a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I yeah, I, so I fuck with it. I fuck with it. So you you come you come from a a very historical family. Yeah, okay? my, like my story. Like, and the thing is, like, I'm the continuation of you know my grandfather's story because like I feel like everybody got to carry that torch. Right. So like my grandfather getting the farm, he carried the torch. Him giving that goat to my father, my father coming to America, he carried that torch. So now it's in my hand. Right. I got to take it to the next <gasps> level. Right. You know what I mean? Because I, I can't remain stagnant. Everybody, everybody in my bloodline is doing something to move forward. And I'm right. from a family of hustlers, of, you know, you gotta uh, make it happen. Yeah, you gotta we, make it happen. We, we hustlers and we, I mean, we, we did some things we probably not proud of, but we are who we are and everything like that. And it's in my bloodline. Like, I'm not a quitter. Yeah. I don't take no for an answer. I'm a hustler. I'm gonna get it one way get or another. It. Yeah. Man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the best bet is probably to get on my team. You know what I mean? Or at least be cool with me or whatever. Like, Just, you don't want to be the opposition because you will lose. I, I hear that. I hear that shit. You know I hear what I mean? that like, shit. You will lose. Real, so. <clears throat> real quick, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you sound like somebody you need to, we need to be connected with. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check me out on um on Instagram. That's Trill Nimley. Trill spelled the way it's spelled. Nimley, N as in Nancy, I, M as in Mary, L-E-Y. Trill Nimley. That's on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. I don't really get on Twitter that much, but yeah, all my Instagram stuff goes immediately a twitter i only get on twitter like when a cool album comes out and i just like just post like some random like one sentence about it and right i'll come back like a month later right but, oh right. my man said the album wasn't good like oh i oh, wasn't even shit. paying attention yeah i it, thought that was tim duncan on the tv i'm sorry it was an nba game going on <laughs> I, th- I thought i saw tim duncan like this nigga then came back playing for the jazz son yo like life, life hurts right now because it's the first two K without Kobe, Kevin Garnett, or Tim Duncan. So. Cr- and it's like, damn, because we've been playing with these dudes since NBA Live, mm-hmm. since two K two with a two on two on the Dreamcast. Like, oh yeah, I was, I was on oh, Dreamcast. Man. I see, that's all fuck with you. So that's all fuck with you. Absolutely, I'm heavy on Dreamcast. Which uh, I went to Comic Con for the first time the other day. Oh, word? yeah, I've seen super, a lot of pictures of my, of my super phone. fucking lit, bro. Super lit. Word. Uh, I mean, I didn't get to meet too many people that I wanted to meet, but. Uh, I don't know if you ever been uh VGNY Video Game New York over nah, there on uh, nah. Avenue A. They had a booth. Oh, right. and like anything, I'm I'm touching it real quick. Anything that's anything in video gaming, they sell. Like every, I'm talking niggas had Atari Jaguar, bro. Or they had everything. That's they dope. had Dreamcast for seventy dollars. Brand new, wrapped up. The Dreamcast was ill, and I think the way they made the controller was actually really dope. It was kind of it was ahead really of its time. Innovative. Like at first, I saw it, I'm like, oh, what is this? Then when you put it in your hand, it fits mm-hmm. so naturally. Like, I it's the curves. And with the because the because the Xbox, you think about it, Xbox. Uh, I'm on my game with people like y'all know what's up. Dreamcast has to be like one of the best systems ever. Uh, yeah, it was it was so ahead of its time, way man. ahead of its time. The only thing that killed it was you being able to bootleg games. Yeah, we that's were. the only thing that killed yeah, it. Because once people figured out how to get that laser hitting that mm-hmm. joint the right way, mm-hmm. they ain't make no money in the hood no more. At Sun, don't, don't, yo. don't let us get a bootleg. Niggas a bootleg. I remember, yo, I remember. Got just cause. Like, <laughs> you bought the official. Why you get the bootleg? Just, just cause. cause. It was five dollars. Like why not? <laughs> yeah, I did that for the culture. <laughs> I would, yo, yo, keep it on like bootlegging is, is part of our culture. Like absolutely. It's, for the it's, culture. We got it because at the end of the day, we don't be getting the residuals off of this shit anyway. Not at all. You know, not I mean? at all. And, and we the brains behind all of it anyway. We make we make so, we we make and break all the trends. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Everything that they is, chasing us. They. Ch- 
Come on, everything man. we do, Let's, say, see, touch, taste. They I think it's. Do I, it. I think it was Balenciaga just came out with those slippers and look at the little five dollars Chinese, Chinese slippers, slippers that the girls yeah. used to wear. Yeah, two thousand dollars for some slippers. They bugging. I could have bought slippers for the whole projects with my, two thousand yeah. dollars. I'd have went right to Canal Street and got them for ten cents a Bro, pop. Bro, my grandma still wear them joints. Like she getting two for five from off my block. They, they had a couple summers. They was like they girls did. would really get dressed up and had like the red joints on. Like, Don't, yeah, they did. Those the Chinese joints. The Chinese slippers was a little buckle too. Yeah, little like, strap. Like bitch, if you just didn't get your motherfucking nails, man, <laughs> you got that on, man. Like come on. See, man. I'm uh, and it, it, this is why I'm glad. This is why I'm glad you're because you are a man that's that's heavy on culture. Absolutely, you're heavy on culture. Uh, a die, die hard New Yorker pretty much absolutely yeah you're a die hard New Yorker I, I love this city from the first time I came as I'm moving straight up from, how from old were you when you came probably like 8 years old okay. I came in 8 years old being in Queens seeing you know um, Shea Stadium young as at, well. the, no, time, yeah, at the time City Field. At the yeah time. Shea Stadium just just being out there and just like cause me like I'm a, I'm a hip hop kid so I, I grew up listening to you know to the Mob Deeps the Nas and all that and um, their music was basically just giving me um, the visual of New York. So coming here and being able to taste, touch, and feel, and all right. that, I'm like, yo, this is where I gotta be. Like, my, my soul felt aligned when I came to New York. It felt like this is where God wanted me to this be. This is your euphoria. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Like that's why. Like, I love New York. I love New York. No matter how much I say I hate it, I love New York. You know I, I, mean? I feel like I feel like only New Yorkers say how much they hate New York. Yeah. Like, because I'm not gonna lie to you, we went out for my my birthday. Uh, me and my boy went out for my birthday last week, yeah. and we were sitting in a bar, and I'm like, yo. Brooklyn is so fucking white now. Like, damn. Yo, we were on the way over here. Me and Perry were saying, like, yo, every time I see a motherfucking bike rack, a bagel shop, I just want to snuff somebody. Facts, man, though. For no reason. I'm like, man. And it, it, and it's it's not even on some some prejudice shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you don't belong yeah, here. Yeah, to me, it's about the culture. I feel like yeah. if, anywhere you're going, if you can add to the culture, then go ahead and go there. Yeah, do I that. Can, I can move to Washington Heights because I can be ingrained in that culture. You know what I mean? I can eat the food and all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, so you'll, you'll exist. Yeah. You'll adapt. Yeah. So 100 of me can move to Washington Heights and they'll never ruin the culture there. Never. 100 of me can move to, you know, to Flatbush and they'll never ruin the culture. Crown Heights, Bed-Stuy. All that. But then you start getting people that's not from the culture coming to these areas mm-hmm. and now they want to ingrain their culture into what we already established. Like, I'm not going to the suburbs to open up a crown fried chicken. So why are you coming to open up a bagel shop <laughs> that's on a, our block? That's a, that's a, a great, <laughs> great yeah, comparison. <laughs> absolutely. For real. It's like, you know, like we not open up a rim shop in, in your hood. So why are you bringing your bike Facts. rack over like, here? Like we not moving to, to Little Rock. <laughs> Yeah. And we open it up some 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 uh a place to sell do rags and shit. Yeah, do rag and a rim shop. You, you feel know, me? You know what I mean? And some place where you can get like you know a nice little dime bag. Or tr- we ain't selling we tray bags selling- on your block. You like, feel me? On, like we not we not no a hundred percent, bro. Like I'm sitting in this bar. Like we went to uh I can't remember the the first the the name of the first joint, but my homegirl bartends in there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is popping. Like the music is good. Like the hookah going around. Like I just felt underdressed because I didn't think what that you they- had on. I had on a a a, a, a a red flannel, like a, a bleach flannel. Yeah. Um, I had a, an original uh, Degeneration X t-shirt on. Yeah. Uh, some jeans, regular, some Reebok pumps or whatever. Well, what was other people in there wearing? They had hard bottoms on? See, now this is the thing. I didn't know they turned it into like a lounge oh, on Saturday nights. Because okay. I, I remember when it first started, 
uh, it was just like a, it's a regular ass bar. It's a small spot. That's a spot here in, B- in Bushwick. Yeah, it's like it's like on Wyckoff. Like I'll show you when we get to the train station. I'll show you. Right, um, it's popping in there. Oh, right. and I feel like everybody was on there with their little leather jackets and shit. Nah, son, it's, it's dope in there. Like on some real shit. Yeah, pull up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm get y'all the name on that in a minute. You know what I'm saying? But uh, me and my boy we went in there. It was just like regular, you know, because I had did an interview that uh, earlier that day. Shout out to my homegirl uh, Tai. Uh, I'm I'm doing a a, a visual. A visual for her new website, oh, and right. she has some dope shit. So it's like dope. it's literally like some community shit. So I'm when I get all the details, I'm gonna tell you. So you yeah, you gonna you gonna love it. Anything for the community, a hundred percent. And it's it's real dope. It's it's literally like all right. It's it's no one on one. Like it's her brand, but it's made for everybody to promote themselves. Word. It's That's crazy, dope. crazy. That's dope. That's so so I, I was in there chilling with her and all that good stuff. But uh, we we went. And uh, I came up, and he's like, "Yo, we gonna bar hop a little bit." Yeah. I'm like, "All right, let's let's go." You feel me? Let, let's let, let's go do something. Let's go check some shorties out. Something, you know what I'm saying? So we go bar hopping and all that shit. We went to the first joint. I'm like, "Yo, it's popping." The hookah flowing, the the the, the vibe is like the trap music. What we was talking about earlier, that whole yeah. mood shit. The trap music is popping. The 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 bar is good. I'm like, "All right, yo, I want to be in here, but I was underdressed." I'm like. I, I feel like I'm you know how it is yeah. it's like I feel like I shouldn't be yeah, here right now especially if you're someone that really take take pride in your look like you know I saying? hate not being dressed appropriately I don't care if it's overdressed or underdressed I just hate like you gotta be a part of the like, moment damn cause I could've killed y'all with something if I knew this what we was doing you I, feel I, me I came in and killed y'all so I'm like alright that's cool so we, we bounced it we went to uh, Talon Bar right there on the corner of Wyckoff and it's white girls in there nothing but white girls big booty white girls like, no no, not the good flat, ones. Flat booty white flat, girls. Flat long ass day girls. Oh man, them girls. Yeah, <laughs> been sitting on the L train too long. That, facts, facts. Riding facts. them motherfucking bikes with them, <laughs> them city bikes. Riding them, <laughs> them city bikes. Them city beach cruisers. <laughs> them debos. Them big steel debos. Butts all flat. Walk around with a little <laughs> yoga mat. Like, I call them. I call them the little yoga butt. Yo, facts. It's, it's like a, you just sit down, little, Indian style all day. Yeah, it's a two meal a day. But I'm good. I don't need all that shit. Your, pro, your little bit of protein come from yeah. like ten peanuts. I'm good. Three hundred calorie a day, but we ain't got. I'm Give me, that, give me man. somebody. That I need, some, I need some, that thousand calorie booty. You feel me? I need that. You can get some rice going. You feel me? Tiffany, what's going on, love? Um, shout, shout to my homegirl Tiffany. Uh, yeah, yo, she, she, she what's up, Tiffany? She a joint. She a joint. Oh, word. She's, yeah, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Shout uh, out to beautiful Tiffany. That, um, that, that's very off tangent. Even though you know, I, I love talking about. It. That's my favorite subject. I can't be your girl's favorite artist, but not. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. Like, that's that's <laughs> one of the things. Like, there's nothing that makes. Um, a smart man, stupid, like a beautiful woman. Oh God! You know what I mean, like y- y'all turn us, y'all turn us into idiots. You know what I mean? Y'all be thinking that we idiots already. Like, nah, I was smart before I met you, and you start fucking with my good. heart and all that. You know? Now I'm outside of your job with a pistol and, <laughs> and some flowers. Just you know what I mean? Like anything can happen. It's like now, now, now I'm waiting for you. Like, yo, you said you love me. Yeah, you, you said know, we was good. You like three of my pictures on Instagram. We, we, we go we go out now. Yeah, we go out. And you like them back to back? If you like three pictures in a minute, then I mean no no no. I saw I saw you like you like ten pictures. Oh you yeah. my wife now. Oh yeah, we in a relationship. <laughs> it's like we've been you bae. We might as well. You bae. Yeah, you, <laughs> just tell me you love me. Just tell me you love me. You yeah, know? yeah. All we gotta do, you know, just meet the parents, you know. Just and we good. My grandma gonna like you. Don't worry I, about I it. I DM them and set it up. And you got and you got real hair. I am gonna like you. I'm gonna like you. Oh yeah. You know, so um we went to the bar and all that good shit, right? And we chilling and you know, we got a little drink, he bought me my little birthday drink, you know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's my man's. So It was really your birthday, you just Yeah, told my birthday you. was that Monday. Oh right. so it was a, we went out Friday. It was my birthday was that Monday, so I'm like, that's I, how girls do. It. Girls like this is my whole birthday month. 
Oh no 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 no! How I just take the weekend. <laughs> how many days your mom was in labor? How you how you get the whole month? No, that was a long. <laughs> she did some work. She did some work. I know my, my joint was on a Monday, so I was like fuck it, I'll wait till the weekend. Yeah. I had all the stuff to do on the weekend anyway, so we went. I, I had my little drink and all that good shit, and we sitting there. And I'm looking at like, besides us, the only the only, the only black nigga in there is, is the, the 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 little bar hand. Right. Yeah, you got ch- the, the little white chicks in the back blowing their little vape and all. And I'm oh. like, I'm just looking. I'm like, and I looked at him. I said, Yo, Brooklyn is so white now. It's different. What man. the fuck happened? The, the- what happened? It's like, yo, I got, I got to search to find it. Yo, I paid, I paid six dollars for a sandwich the other day, oh, B. Where? I live in the Bronx now. Okay. So, and we're in the Bronx. Though. I live by Yankee Stadium, but uh, you know they're gentrifying over there, right? Because I heard they, they were saying that was there. like one of the cheapest places to live. It's I, so I was, cheap. I read an article on New York Daily News, and I was like one of the cheapest hubs in New York. But they mm-hmm. had like they had it in the New York Daily News, like, ah, right, you know, who's gonna be here in the next. Bro, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you. Uh, since I'm, it, it, like I said, I grew up in Spanish Hall. My kindergarten was 15, so it's like yeah. I've seen it all happen in succession. It's like I remember in '99, uh, sitting in the project, seeing white people walk their dog through my 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 projects, and then I saw the the Disney store open on 125th. I was like, oh, I knew like, oh, at like 13, I knew like, oh, this is here. this is bad. <laughs> yeah. Two or three o'clock in the morning, I'm listening to Funk Flex, and they walking their dog through my projects. I'm like, oh, something's wrong. Uh-oh. And then I came to Brooklyn. I, I move. Uh, I didn't. I didn't move in with my mom. Like I, I was with my grandma. We we lived in Brownsville. So where, where in Brownsville? Uh, Saratoga and St. Mark's, right oh, on okay. right on the hill, MOPville. Okay, you know. Okay. So I used, um, live, I used to live close. To, I used to live on Ralph and Prospect. Oh yeah, you right there. Yeah. You right there. Yeah, we was yeah. probably there at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't even be shocked. I wouldn't even be shocked. Small world, probably. That's a fact. Yeah. And uh, so you you know how it is. You know how it is. You know, once you're from one hood, you're from any hood. You, Every, you're comfortable yeah, cause, everywhere because you move around. Well, like, at least the era from where we from. Yeah, I, I can. I, I can go anywhere in this city. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't people be, but oh, I'm not going to far. Right? I'm, I'm going anywhere. Yeah, man like if, if it's something cool and and it's something i feel like i need to be there like i'm not i'm i don't really on. bring that type of energy anyway like i'm i'm past my former life so. i'm 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 dolo everywhere i go bro yeah Almost everywhere i go i'm dolo i'll be like. the same way and like me like every time i leave my house in brooklyn i see somebody i know oh I care, yo i don't care where i go, Son, I go anywhere many, in the city i'm gonna see somebody i know how many how many events have have i i went through i passed through and like you were there yeah and just like, bumped into somebody oh, always i ain't know he was coming what up you what feel up, me like, always you know about this you know that's how it always so be. so it's like i seen that and then um uh then i this was like I was I was over here like two thousand like two thousand one something like that. I was I was in Brownsville, so this is like still pre like I, I've been in and out since I was seven, so it's pre yeah. Barclays Center. It's like niggas are still getting niggas the are still getting Brooklyn. beat up on Fulton for leather jackets. Like yeah. still, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, all right, cool. Then I remember they started rooting up Atlantic. I'm like, I seen this already. I seen this happen. Then I moved. I, I've been in the Bronx for like three years now. And I'm like, all right, you know what? This helps me because. I'm I'm not far away because I'm on the the four in the D line, so I'm like tw- uh, uh, forty five minutes away from here. Y'all got some nice Spanish joints in the Bronx too, bro. Yeah, I, j- I live on the the hill, so it's like I'm yeah. surrounded by it. Fordham Road <laughs> is like being in Rio de Janeiro, ain't it? Though, <laughs> ain't it? Fordham Road in the summertime is like a rap video. It's like them old hype William videos when every chick has every- like the the, the crazy dunk. <laughs> With the crazy dumps. That's a fact, though. That's a fact, though. That's Fort Road. I, yeah, even though, like, every nigga up there, no, I don't belong up there. They just like, yo, this is a Brooklyn nigga. Like, he just look at me funny. Yeah. I'm like, he ain't, he ain't from here. He moved different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, where, where I'm at, I'm, I'm a few blocks away from the stadium, probably like maybe five minutes away from the stadium. Yeah. And I see all the white people come over on game day and all that good shit. And, uh, then I read an article 
one day about um, a Jewish person bought my building, matter of fact, recently. Uh-oh. So once I saw that as an up, that's strike one. There then these... I, who owned it before? How, who did Jewish do bought it from? Another some, Jewish dude? A Dominican family. Because oh, in, in the area I'm at, Why it's all family-based shit. Like, they, they've been there for decades, you know? So I'm, I'm in, like, the last part of the Bronx where it's, like, family Damn. businesses, you yeah, know? You got to keep them. Don't, don't sell them buildings, man. If you All black and brown people that own things in the city, it. don't sell it. Keep it. At least keep wait it. until they tear the projects down to sell your stuff because your property is going to go up four or five percent Once 100%. they start tearing down the projects. Mm-hmm. Get get your money, That's but it. don't sell before then. Do exactly. not sell before, and you're gonna regret it. Ah, right, so I'm I, that first strike was the Jewish guy buying my building, yeah. and then <laughs> I saw these six people moving in, and one of them looked Puerto Rican, so I didn't think twice about it. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Kind of find out it's these six kids that live together. They from Parsons. They go to a new school. So I'm like, oh, oh then that's, th- that's how gentrification starts. You sell it as an artist, um, artist studio. It's like a perfect place for artists. You're 20 minutes away from the city. Yep. And I'm like, I'm yo, Fortran, you good? Yeah. Then I read that. I read that article in the Daily News, and I, I, I the, the, I think it's like the, the city, the official for the borough. Like I can't remember his name. It's like something Diaz or something like that. He says. I miss the old Bronx, but we got to spruce it up. So they're trying to get like those, those, um, mechanic shops start on, on Grand Concourse. So they're going to start they go, those, like, they're trying the to locks. take, yep. They're trying to take them all. And that shit goes deep. It goes blocks. This yeah. is a, tr- this is like, it follows the train tracks. Absolutely. And these are thousands of jobs we're about to lose, bro. Thousands of jobs. All up and down Jerome, all that. All that shit. And think of it, but think about how many people are not even legal that work there, that work off the books. Like, they about to lose everything. That been there for years, yeah. too. That been living in their apartment on month-to-month leases for 20 years. Yeah. And it's like, what they can they do now? They about to lose everything, bro. And I just, and, and, and I walk by and I'm like, yo, yo, like, New York is really dead now. It's ch- it, it, it hurts my heart just to see, like, everything that's going on. Like, on my block, I live on, should I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> I, live on East, I live on East 21st um, mm-hmm. between um, Flatbush and Ocean. Okay. And, you know, Woodruff, KN. Yeah. But it's a building going up across the street from me, and it's a building going up right next to our building. Mm. Like, like right now, we've seen these buildings come up from, like, the ground up, from, like, them digging up the old clothes that used to be in the field. Right. To them, like, building the structure. And it's like, it's like a part of the block is just leaving. It's, it's sad, like just seeing like the old people that have been on the block for 20, Forever. 30 years sitting outside watching a new structure be built up and realizing that, you know, the place they once called home will no longer be home. Like, yeah. are they, is, is black and brown people in New York, our days are numbered here. Very like, much. And very people, much. Like, it's not a game. Like, they, they, they about the, they privatizing the projects and they go tear them down. Cause at the yeah. end of the day, they building condos across the street from all these projects. And it's like the people that live in the condos don't want to see the people in the projects. And people vice versa. Don't want to see the people in the condos. But and remember, the day, it's, it's when they, when, when they started doing that at Red Hook. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. Yep. All right. Cause I lived, I had, um, my, my first, my first apartment that I had on my own. I lived on, uh, um, in Carroll Gardens, downtown Brooklyn on the F train. And Red Hook was like right uh, the underpass. I was right there. Yeah. So all the kids from Red Hook used to come in my neighborhood and rob all the white people. Yeah. They leave me alone because they know like oh, you good, you good. Like you live here, but you good. Yeah. They get all the motherfucking white people, and I'm like, get how you live, do yeah, the culture. I, I want to do get get what you got to do. Eat how you got to eat. You know what I'm saying? But they, it's like they can go back to Iowa. They can go back to motherfucking South Dakota, Boston. Yeah, go back. I was in the fucking trip. Funny you said that. I was in the train station the other day about to buy a metro car and I'm waiting for this family. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been a tourist before. Yeah. I've been other places. Like, I know it's and not you easy. Know you at, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, cool. I Speak. We can all speak. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm waiting for them to use the, the metro car machine. 
All so day. late, yeah, all day, bro. I'm just That's like, yo, wrong I'm like, yo, I literally have my five dollars in my hand, like, just let me put my shit on my yeah, car. Just give me a minute. So I'm, I'm, I'm standing there, and a lady turns to me and she says, um, "Are you from here?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's, like, "Are you from here?" I'm like, "New York." She's like, she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm from here. Like, can't you look at me and tell I'm from here? And she's like, I had to explain her how to use the Metro car machine. And at the end, her husband goes, oh, do I get my money back if I don't use it? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's America. Money back? Like, what you, you don't ever about? get money back. Ever. Even ever. when you deserve it. This like, is, what you, this money is back? What you talking about? And this is, it's, it's, it's so funny that when I meet people, when we meet people, the first thing we have to say is, are you from here? Yeah. Or where are you from? Or... Mm. Uh, and it's never, and it bothers me when somebody I know is not from here. Like I'm looking at you, I could tell yeah. you're not from here. And you ask me if I'm from here, like it's offensive. It's kind of offensive. Yeah, because like, oh wow, it's like because it, you're not expecting to hear that. Like when someone like, like even us, like I think we have like an American privilege at mm-hmm. times, like mm-hmm. where we just automatically assume everybody speaks English. Like where you just see somebody, and you just start right. talking English to them. And it's like, right. you know how many languages is in this world? Like, what makes you think that this person speak English? Like, like it just why, stops why there. Why do you just assume they speak English? Like, it's been so many times I've been on a train, and I've been like, you know, just small talking with someone. Someone to walk by with something like, <laughs> I was on the train the other day um, mm-hmm. when the Global Citizens joint was going on. I had to go scalp a ticket. Anyway. Hey, do what you got to do. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had to go scalp my little ticket or whatever, get some weed money. Mm-hmm. So I, I got back on a train. And um, there was this dude that was supposed to be quote unquote blind. Okay. And you know it was a packed train, but he was navigating through the train just a little too well for Moving someone that was swift. blind. Yeah. He, had his, he had his little cane in his hand, and he was holding the joint. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this dude just walked through a whole packed car, rush hour, you know, six train, and didn't bump into one person. He's supposed to be <laughs> blind. So I say that to the girl next to me, you know, and you know I'm laughing, you know, trying to get her to laugh. Yeah. Not nothing like that. And then, no, we then all she started speaking another. La- yeah, she started speaking another language to her homegirl to mm-hmm. say, you know, what I was what saying. And they, then they start laughing. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I just assumed that, you know, she she spoke English. Right. It's, it's, like, oh, it's, wow. it's that culture shock. It's yeah. that culture shock. But uh, real quick, um, everybody that's on my Facebook live feed, uh, unfortunately, the video is about to end right now. Uh, so call me when it's over dot com. This episode should be out in a few days. Yeah, y'all know. Yeah, y'all know. So uh, yeah, make sure y'all get it. 100%. I appreciate y'all all for listening. So, uh, I'm gonna holler at y'all. Oh, man. Uh, you know what's messed up too? It cut you off? Nah, not yet. My no. homegirl clan just joined in and she, like, she never really gets to see my shows. Now I feel bad. Alright, so look, rewatch it. We over it, it and then just download it and you know, you go get everything. That's a but, fact. But thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Um, we out here. We so in here. Everybody yeah. that, that tuned in, I'm sorry if you missed, uh, this, this first half. We about to record the rest of the show. So just go back and watch the video. Uh, cornersover.com. I'm gonna holler at y'all. So peace. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, getting back and getting, getting back to the whole, the whole culture shock. It's like you never really realize how, let me turn that sound off so nobody can hear that. Uh, you never really realize how much of a melting pot New York really is. Absolutely. You know, it's like, all right, I, like, I did a project. And this project was kind of, kind of a mind fuck for me. Uh, <laughs> you say that because it, it was it was a new structure. It was a hotel. Now, as a, as a painter, it's like all right. When you find big projects in New York, you got to do what you got to do. You got you know you got bills to pay. You feel me? Absolutely. So they hit me up about the hotel. It's over there on um on Flatbush, uh, right at the, uh, it's on Beaver Street, right at the, right across the street from Bushwick Projects. So. I I got hit up. I was one of the the eight artists, which I still felt like I was not a first choice. I'm right. not gonna lie to you. Uh, just 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 the way the email was worded, and, and I'm like, all right. I I'm pretty sure somebody 
turned you down first. Like you was a fill in. You feel me? Like I, but it's a, I, I end up having, a, which I'm not shocked. Uh, I end up having the, the, one of the top pieces in, in the venue. Yeah. Everybody goes to my floor. So each floor was, uh, each floor was a neighborhood in Brooklyn. So when he that's told me dope. about it, I was like, "Oh shit, I want Brownsville!" Like that's the first. Of all, I was, "I yeah. want Brownsville," and he was like, "Nah, Brownsville's not a, a choice." I'm like, "Damn!" I thought y'all said it was a part of it. You feel me? So I was like, "What's the choices?" They said, Bushwick, uh, Williamsburg, Bed Stuy, <laughs> Williamsburg, Bed Stuy, Fort Green, Coney Island, uh, no, no flat Greenpoint, Green, Greenpoint, Greenpoint. I know that's a reach. Greenpoint, Greenpoint, and um. Something else. Greenpoint's in Brooklyn. I, I don't think it's a part of. It's Brooklyn. not a part of Brooklyn. Like, it's, a, it's a, a place. Part of Brooklyn. Yeah, Flatbush is a part of Brooklyn. You feel me? Greenpoint's just in Brooklyn. <laughs> so it's just a place that's there. It's like a street. It's, it's like Brooklyn. Bushwick Ave. That's it. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So the first thing I could think of was, I right, let me get Best Eye at least. Let me yeah. have Best Eye. I'll take that. That's that's close to home. Like, you feel the, me? The white guy already has it. He lives there. Oh, you feel me? Like you own it. Uh, I got you. So. I get in, I get in there and I start painting and, uh, I, 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 I claim my wall and all that shit. I ended up with two murals in the building. I'm the only one that has two murals. So That's what's up. That, it's cool. You know, Salute. It, it pays to be early. Salute. Always pays to be early. You know what I'm saying? So I finished everything and I'm meeting everybody and everybody's like, Oh yeah, I'm from Kansas City or I'm from California or I'm from Boston. I'm like, wait a minute, but you, but, but it's a oh. Brooklyn project. How did that happen? <laughs> it's a Brooklyn project. So I'm like, all right. So now I'm the only person from, let alone Brooklyn, just from New York. Wow. I'm the only one from New York on this project about somewhere from New York. Yes. And y'all asking all these questions about New York. So I felt, of course, it was my duty to keep it 100. The first interview I got in that place, white dude, I can't remember where he told me he was from, uh, but it was from some newspaper. And he's like, oh, so what is your piece about? I said, well, you know, I have camouflage here to show how my people, we adapt to anything, even though we were uprooted from here. And they took everything up, starting all the way from Atlantic Avenue, you know, gave him the whole story. Yeah. He goes, so would you say gentrification was right or wrong? I said, it fucked us up. Those are my exact words. I said, it fucked us up. He said, what do you mean? I said, I got a Starbucks here where I used to buy my sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? I got uh so so now this this corner store is gonna lose their family's gonna lose money. We're taking money out of their pockets. You forget that these these self owned businesses, that's how they pay their rent. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Livelihood. That's that that's inspiration for us. But all right, I can own a store too. Because yeah. like she used to run the corner. I can own a store too, you feel me? So during that that whole thing, I'm like, all right, cool. I did this. I took it just for the money, but I still feel like I I did my thing. I represented well. But the biggest mind fuck was all right, this is a hotel. In the middle of Bushwick, across the street from the projects. What the fuck did I just do? Yeah. What the fuck did I just do? Like, I just contributed to this shit. You know, and it's like, I, it's, it's, I don't regret it, but it's something I beat myself up over a little bit. It's, it's kind of like, you know, it's like a catch 22, cause it's yeah. like, it's only right that someone from Brooklyn was a part of it, and who better than you? you uh, 100%. I mean? like, 100%. Who, who more deserving than you to be a part of something that is for Brooklyn? Cause at the end of the day, gentrification ain't gonna stop, whether we don't like it or not. They it's coming. There. They they got Bushwick already. Bushwick they got Best Style already. They William coming Burke for Flatbush. They coming for Brownsville. Oh, they coming and, for Brownsville. And, and we was like, yo, they never coming to Brownsville. Yeah, right. Remember we said that about East New York too. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. East New York is dead. Oh yeah, they got East New York. They they started building so many houses out there. So it's like <sighs> we ain't even gonna tear down the shit y'all got. We're gonna move so many of our people here that we're gonna have our own voting block. 
We're going to get y'all out of here. Yep. I remember when I was when I was living on Saratoga, all them, it was all through Brooklyn. It was all them white houses popping up, all the houses, the white gates and shit like that. I'm like, yo, my building still got rats in the basement. Like, how do you get this? Absolutely. What the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? So. The exposed brick and all that. Like, um, when, when me and my man was on our way here, I'm like, you could tell the gentrified buildings because they got the new doors. Mm-hmm. They got the new doors, the exposed brick, and they got the lit up, uh, little intercom. Like, yep. You can see. With the camera. These, yep. Like that, that's all the new buildings. And the other ones you see, they got the old regular old door. You still got to say, who is it? Yeah. You, you know say, you like, yo, who look out your window? Who that? Who that? And yeah. You know what I mean? You still got to scream like, yo, I'm at the door. Like, no facts though. They buzz you right in. They locked up right now. Niggas is locked up right now. Uh, you know, like like I said, being a man that's big on culture. Uh, well, real quick, I want to let y'all know y'all can follow me on Instagram at J O S I E S B O Y or one word. Uh, one more time, tell them where they can find you at, bro. Oh, you can find me on Instagram, Trill Nimley. That's Trill N I M is in Mary L E Y. Instagram, Facebook. Um, I get on Twitter from time to time. All that, all that. So you, uh, like you say, you don't really get on Twitter like that. But when you do, you talk about music. Yeah, when I only thing I get on Twitter to do is just like post a, uh, a, a comment. <laughs> like some people might call it contrarian or whatever, but I, I got a lot of different opinions when it comes to music. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, I mean you uh, a man that always uh, you always on, uh, I'm uh, got you on Facebook and you always speak your mind. Absolutely, and I, I love it. I pay my dues in this game as far as like hip hop. I, I I could talk about hip hop with anybody. Hundred percent. You bring Fat Joe over here. You bring Russell Simmons. You bring Irv Gotti. I could talk about hip hop with them. So like for me to argue with someone from the a '90s baby. You can't tell me about Tupac. You can't tell me about Biggie. I was there. Facts. I was there when Mob Deep came out. I was there when Onyx came out and had everybody trying to get a tech. Facts. I was there when we used to call Tupac Bishop after Juice. After Juice, yeah. So I can't I can't have these new kids that's infiltrating the culture tell me about my culture. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know. Y'all mm-hmm. wasn't there. What y'all need to do is learn the history of this culture and really preserve it. I'm not hating on anybody that's doing anything or whatever. But not we at have all. to recognize where this culture came from, what this culture was here to represent, who this culture was here to help. I feel like a lot of people were just trying to look at what the culture could do for them instead of you know, what the culture could do for us as a larger community and all that. But like, yeah, so 90s babies, sometimes, you know, in a conversation, sometimes you got to just fall back and listen. Like when I'm with my OGs, when mm-hmm. I'm with my homies from the South Bronx that like grew up in hip hop, like dudes that's in their fifties mm-hmm. that was there at the park jams, like be when you know when Bam had it popping mm-hmm. with Cool Herc, Kaz, like dudes that are Yo, tell I you. Know, to, every time I, Kaz does the um the tours the, near my house, every time I see him, I stop and talk to him. Word. Every single time I see him, I stop. Like, when I when I when I walked up to him the first time, and yo, and I swear to you, I'm I, like for some reason everybody always calls me lucky. I'm like I always run into somebody famous or yeah. somebody that has some kind of prestige. Like my whole life, so I remember I was uh. I was walking the first time I met him. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, Grandmaster Cass was good. He said, like, yo, what's up? And he looked at me. He said, oh, what's up, young blah? I'm like, yo, you a legend, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's all I told him. And we chopped it up. And uh, we were talking. And I'm like reciting his rhymes. Or, he's like, yo, how do you know that? I'm like, man, I'm. I'm I'm a student of the game. Yeah, I'm like, a student of the that's game. That's one of the one of the first real ill lyricists that really brought like his pen game. That's one of the first dudes that really had a sharp pen and yeah. game in this game. And like, yeah, I mean, he paved the way. Like he was one of the one of the four because he was before Kumo D lyricism. Yeah, yeah, like, he, was he paved Kumo the D. way for Kumo D to do what he did for him to pave it for for Rakim. Mm-hmm. And, 
Like when you when you really just study like rhyme scheme, pattern, internal rhyme, all that. Like I'm really into this hip hop shit. Like, facts. Like, like facts. Kids, facts. Y'all, y'all want to talk about beats and all that beats is cool, and I understand why people listen to, for the beats and all that stuff. Yeah, and that makes 100 percent sense. But we got to talk about where this came from as far as like the rhyme and all that. You know what I mean? Like music is changing right now, and I always tell people like New York. We New York ain't been popping for a long time. It's been a minute. But I think when you put when you really put the pen to the paper and you talk about the best wordsmiths that hip hop has ever seen, ninety percent of them came from you know where we at. Ninety percent of them came from New York. Yeah. You know what I mean, now that the tide is is start, finally starting to change. It's twenty sixteen, but still, it ha- it New has York has change. produced the best wordsmiths in the history of hip hop. They may not have produced the best hip hop artists. You know what I mean? But as far as like wordsmiths, Mm -hmm. come on. Like, and my thing is like when New York was really popping, like everybody was spitting. It wasn't just Jay Z, Nas, Biggie. You had J. Rue the Damager. You had cats like OC. You had Pharrell Munch. We, we we had, it was borough for borough. Yeah. You had great MCs in every, like every class that was doing their own thing. Wasn't nobody trying to be the next Biggie. J. Rue wasn't trying to be Jay Z. At all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all these people had their own lane and we all respected their greatness. Now it's like, Everybody want to be in three or four lanes when it's like, yo, it's a hundred lanes to be in. Yeah. As long as you do what you do, the best you can do it, can't nobody stop your shine. And that's that goes for anything. In uh, life. Anything. As long as no you man can take it, take away what God has made for you. That's a gift. You nobody. know what I mean? When, when God gave you that gift, man, when God pushed that button on you, can't nobody stop that. That's like, a fact. That's so a fact. It's, like, it's funny. It's, it's funny you say that because. Uh, you look at it how how it was like you know and and it, it'll between us it'll never be a what it used to be type shit you know what I'm saying yeah. we just we just know how to preserve culture I'm just glad we was there to to experience it man I just thank God like you know I, I'm not one of people oh I want the old game to come no back. no no I, I no like, I like I like the new stuff I too. like evolution I, I appreciate it and yeah like, and it's like it, it couldn't stay the same that, I but, wouldn't have wanted it to I feel like that that that's where we get lost with culture too because a lot of the older like people older than us a lot of them it's all about preaching instead of teaching yeah. or inviting us into something to like I met I met a stubborn you yeah so I met a dude I met a dude named uh named named Greg um I mean he he a weirdo so I don't really fuck with him anymore like he a weirdo (laughs) weirdo Greg he a weirdo so but have socks on. I don't even know because he, he had on some windbreakers. He probably didn't have. He probably something. didn't. He had no drawers on the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So he weirdo because it's it's funny. Like Shapri knows him. Free balling Greg. If, if Pre know him, he definitely don't wear underwear. <laughs> Pre be knowing all them shout, niggas that shout eat. Shout Pre be knowing all them niggas that eat granola <laughs> all day. That's my homie Pre. That's my little sis. So Pre, what up? So um, whatever have you like. I met dude uh, one day when I was over on Picking Ave. Yeah, I was doing a mural over there, and uh, he stops. He's like, "Yo, I really like your stuff. Like, I like what you're doing, blah blah. What if we chopped it up?" And I'm 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 a heavy historian about my culture. You know what I'm saying when it comes yeah. to hip hop and and just the, the art movements and shit like that. Like my my graph, uh, history. Oh, I'm 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 not in. That's what I tell people. Like, I'm not a writer. I'm not in that life. But I grew up around that life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we were talking. He's like, "Yeah, you know." Uh, a lot of people don't understand what you're doing, where it came from, and I, and we said something. And I told him, I said, "Yeah, like the way it didn't even start over here. Like it started in Philly with cornbread." And he's like, "Whoa, like how you know that?" I'm like, "Listen, I'm I'm deep in my shit, yeah. and I try to tell people when, like, when it comes to learning history, it's not so much of uh you you have to know this. It's good to know it because yeah. if if I can tell you why I don't like something." It's because I know what it is, Absolutely. and I can I can intelligently tell you why I don't like it, what I don't like about it. With you look at somebody like like Bruno Mars, like my man is nope. a perfect example of 
being a historian or appreciating our culture. Every record he comes out with now sounds like like this new joint, 24, uh, 24K. And the video hard, too. Ain't it, though? That's just so baller. For the culture. Yeah, it's strictly for the culture. <laughs> Go get your little BMW rings, you know what I'm saying? Your Versace shirts. Yeah. Like that's, that's all for the culture. It, it give you that feeling. Like when you wa- it, it make you feel good. Like, yeah. Like, that's you that. can't watch that and stand still. Like, How could you? you? Like, when I hear it, of course, Roger Troutman, obviously, Zap. Yeah. Uh, I hear Lakeside. I hear... The whispers, I hear Morris Day in the time, Cooling like gang, cool. all that, like it just all got that, that feeling, like we like let's go in the backyard and two step real quick. Yo, why, like, and what happened to that barbecue feeling? Yeah, what happened like, to that? We lost that shit, man. Absolutely. And it's 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 like you said, it's 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 all about cultures, about our people. I felt like we 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 lessened the inclusion of each other. And all we care about is checks now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all about checks now. People compromised that where it was like, yo, this was, was about togetherness before before money was involved, before big business was involved, mm-hmm. before corporations was involved. It was about us being together, us having fun, and us yeah. enjoying each other's presence. It wasn't about, you know, a check or you being a hustler, you being the hardest dude, this, that, and the thing. It was about us being together. And, like, one of my OGs, like, he um, basically, like, he's one, one of the people that schooled me on hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And what he was telling me was like, and something that's really important that people need to realize mm-hmm. is motherfucking um, Tupac and Biggie and them wasn't the first people to die for this culture. It's people that no. died, you know, plugging in their sound system into the light pole and all that. It's people that got electrocuted back then. It's people that got killed by the police. Yeah, oh, that was shut heavy. Down the park jams. Like, it's a lot of people that really died for this culture. So we got to protect it. Like, I don't yeah. got no choice. I, I can't let y'all niggas ruin hip hop. I refuse I can't, to. I can't let y'all I do this. This is my culture. I can't let you do it because so many people have died and laid down their lives for us to be able to do this, to be able to appreciate this art. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. so, so we really gotta, like, the same way we pay homage to the Pox, the Bigs, the Puns, mm-hmm. we gotta pay homage to the, you know, the MC Get Busy's that we never met. That's Some a fact. Some of the dudes that paved the way that, you know, got killed in the hallways in the Bronx. They got killed in the Cause remember, park most jam. of them used to do graffiti too, so a lot of them died yeah, from the trains. Yeah, got hit by the trains. Yeah. They, you know, dudes that was hanging off, you know, one arm hanging off a bridge Facts. doing graffiti. That's love, man. Facts. Like, y'all kids don't sacrifice, man. Like, it was dudes that was risking their lives hanging off three, four story buildings just to put their tag up there so the city can know who they was. Like, yeah. And you, you gotta that, respect this culture. Like you said, man, uh, you know, I, cause I definitely want to get into this, uh, you know, we got a few minutes of you just you just mentioned something real important like that love that that passion of actually it's like that determination like back then we like you look at it like hip-hop came from nothing yeah graffiti came from nothing breakdancing came from like a long line of uh you know up rocks like with salsa and, and all that stuff it's like of course it, it derived from something yeah. but we made up all of this shit. It's like it came from a, a time of despair, yes. and all we cared, all they cared about was, I'm happy. My, my OG told me the realest thing, man. He's like, I watched this culture grow from four or five words, from yes, yes, y'all, yeah. throw your hands in the air to the beat, y'all. Like, I watched this culture go from those four or five words yeah. into four or five phrases, into four or five verses, into four or five albums, and it's like it's crazy to think like hip hop is still a baby. Mm-hmm. It's still a baby. Like, we still young. We still new. Cause it's like. Reverend Run says that all the time. Yeah, we still a baby. Like, as a culture, like, you know what I mean? Like, we still a baby. Like, we gotta let a couple of our legends die of old age. You know what I mean? When, when the Jay Z's and Nas's die at, you know, 70, 80 years old, still mm-hmm. rocking like Frank Sinatra, then we can really start talking about, you know, I, this is hip hop. Because yeah. everybody else, like, they had, you know, they had the BB Kings. 
the, you know, the country music the got the dolly, yeah, the, yeah. the dolly partons and all that. And we I don't have like, that. Yeah, we and we always got to strive to do like better. I think like attention span has to do with that too, though. Yeah, the attention because we really we true. we let like we were talking about it earlier. Uh, the way we used to sit with albums, like we we pretty much grew up the same way. Yeah. So it's like I had the A track in my house. My grandma still had her records. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I I sat there, I listened to. I used to get whooped for scratching up them records. I didn't know that. You didn't. You had a needed a special needle. I right. saw him on TV scratching the records. So I'm like, we got records. We got turn. I'm gonna scratch. My mother whooped my ass. That's a fact. Shout That's out a to fact. my moms though. Like <laughs> my grand, my grandmother's. You know, uh, like my grandmother raised me. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. product product of the '80s, so you know how it is. Like, yeah, your yeah. parents get into the street life. You you know how that goes. Yeah. So my my grandmother would just like introduce me to so many things you know what I'm saying like she I said well like that's uh, she because of her I'm in love with Prince to this day still you know what I'm saying R.I.P. to Prince yeah too, oh, rest man. in peace of Prince yeah it's a, a, true, a true artist true, true genius artist. and just just a great mind a great heart and yeah. somebody like God bless him God bless his memory and like it Prince, just, Prince like ain't gonna see. never die as long never. as I'm alive that's a fact I mean? cause I saw his impact that's a you fact I, mean? I like, felt it Prince ain't gonna never die like, I, still, I, was, I watched Purple Rain all the time I was yeah, watching like, him when he was alive like shit Prince is the ill dude Prince had the ill, like one of the illest like mystiques and swag yeah. like it, he was so mysterious like yeah. He, he he just didn't put everything out there, and that made you just want more. Like yo, that see that and that's he always the thing. had a bad joint with him too. Like Prince always had his image right. Whether he was he used to wear he some knew. wild stuff, but he was such a player about it. Like he was such a player, and there was so mm-hmm. much security in his thing. Where it was like, I don't he, care. You never question Prince, and even if you question Prince, could do whatever the fuck he want. That's, that's Prince. Prince. What's wrong with you? Come that's on, Prince. man! Like, and yo, whenever whenever I talk to people about Michael Jackson and Prince, and they compare, and I'm like, yo, that's like that's like compare Pepsi. I don't drink soda, but like popularity wise, we talk about Pepsi and Coca Cola. It's like Pepsi is the in your face, always broadcasted, always promoted. That's Michael Jackson. Yeah. The 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 style the the what Coca Cola does with like putting lyrics on bottles, like the artistry. That's Prince. Not to take anything away from Michael Jackson, because. That man's a genius in his own right Absolutely. too, but like, I, was, I was just talking about Michael Jackson. There. I think he's, I think he was a fucking wacko, but you know, I mean, you know, music, musically, I can never take nothing away from him. Like Michael Jackson was a part of my upbringing. Yeah. Pause, 100%. pause, put thirteen pauses next to that. <laughs> That's my guy, though. That's what, but we had the records and all that. You know, I remember looking at. Remember he um in the uh what was that the Thriller? Mm-hmm. He had like his hand like in a certain way, so like these tendons was like kind of up, and that used to scare me. Yeah. So we used to, like because we used to have a record, so you open. Up oh the yeah. Whole record joint, and he had like the picture. He had like a. It was like him chilling with like a leopard, like a baby. Yeah, leopard yeah, he had like a leopard. Suit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was it was real player, like a hundred percent player. That, I, my my favorite my favorite my favorite Michael Jackson album still to this day is Off the Wall. Like Off the Wall is still my favorite album. I was I was listening to a debate about that. And they were arguing about um. It's ar- it's arguable. Throwing. It's arguable. Um. I like Bad, honestly. Bad was a, you know, Bad was a good album. It, it was, it's not as good as like Thriller and Off the Wall, but it's a really good album. Even, even Dangerous was good. Dangerous was really good. My, my mom bought me History on tape when oh. I was a kid. I'm a, that's, I'll tell you how old I am. That was in 96. And he had Biggie on there too. Yo, Biggie, I, I, I'll tell everybody, I had, um, Biggie. before, before, I had the score on cassette. Like the Fugees, I had the score on cassette. Shout out to my man Sly. He let me hold that um, <laughs> score on cassette. He had that um, definitely. That was a that was an ill joint. Um, was, yeah, I was big on cassette, bro. Yeah. Life tonight. Yeah. We got to get back to that. Like that, the, the culture in that album was just so ill, yeah. and it's like it mixed like West Indian culture, modern day hip hop culture, mm-hmm. and with the essence. So it was like it was really cool, and like. 
the trio, like just hearing Lauren Hill rhyme on a record and right. Y Clef's flavor and Prowse was just there. Like, you I mean, know, he was, he was the, the talented hype man. Yeah, you know, as long as you know, if they needed him to make the music, then you know, whatever, stand there, prize. Like, you know, he do was like, he was like do. a prop, whatever. But do what you gotta do. If you give me Lauren Hill, and you give me Y Clef. That's all you need. I'm lit. That's that. That's artist and production right there. I love Clef. I still listen to the Carnival. The, car- um, the Carnival was, was such so, a slept so on slept album. On. Such a slept so on. So many album. joints on there. The first joint, Apocalypse, wow. Bubble Goose. Like Son. what? I'm a, yo. You got to really be from the culture to appreciate a record like Bubble Goose. One hundred percent. Oh man, one hundred percent. Wait, you know, Ill record, man. Like I got shout out to my guy Jason Ellis because every time I get around, like he he an older dude. Like you'll yeah. like him if you meet him. Uh, we always have these conversations, yeah. and these are conversations I love, man. Like, I, I could talk about hip hop to the end of the all world. day, like, all day. It, and when we talk, when we talk, because I'm 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 31. So like when we speak, he's he's almost 50. Like he's in his 40s. Oh, so he's OG. He's OG exactly. Yeah. So when we speak, he's like, "Yo, you're the only person I know at your age that can like speak to me." I'm like, "I'm not the only one. You just got to meet him. Yes, yeah, you got to meet them. It's, it's a couple of us out here. Yeah, like, a, I met. It's a dude that write at the magazine with me. Um, mm-hmm. 23 years old, Brandon. But his uncles was like how we are. Like they was like raised. Hip-hop nurse. So they right. Put him onto it. So me and him, we be talking about 90s hip hop. He's 23 years old because he was raised right. Yeah, he was raised right. You, you know how many? Like, you know how many? Uh, sixty something, seventy people year year old. I could sit there and have a, a great conversation about Al Green. With, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the, and they'll tell you too, like, yo, I had this joint. I had the the twelve inches mm-hmm. right here. You mm-hmm. know I, mean? I had I bought that forty five. Like yeah. I bought this the same day. I bought my little silk shirt and all. I had you know they had this, the little chest the, the nappy chest hairs <laughs> and all that. Like for real, like that's what like no on some on some real on some real shit. You know, I'm I will I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell um people that we we lost a lot. We let a lot go. Yeah. When it came when it came to money, you know what I'm saying? Money took a big part, but it, we it, compromised a lot. We compromised. Like we, we compromised yeah. our creativity for whatever reason, and it's like when you think about it, it's like all right, cool. We all from the hood. We all want to get out, but like I felt like that 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 ate up our our mindset too much, yeah. too much. You know what I'm saying? So it's it got in the way of artistry. Like somebody like Kanye, who it was desperate. I think we a lot of people just needed a way out. Like music mm-hmm. was cool and they had a passion for it, but they really yearned for a way to get out of the neighborhood of their situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like to help out their family and all that. And I feel like a lot of people compromise their artistic integrity in the name of saving their family. And it's like, yeah. can I really be mad at somebody for that? I can't. I can't. I can't. Because you you look at it like. In the nineties, when anybody was coming out of uh, Compton or, or yeah. Watts or, or L.A., it's like you coming from all these streets. You want to get away from, yeah. That. Like people want to get out of this life, and it's like, um, especially with them, like with me, like I always look at hip hop. Like we, hip hop is like the house of representatives. With mm-hmm. like, I didn't know what was going on in New Orleans until Master P came out and, and, and told so his me, story. You know, what I mean, I didn't know what was going on in Compton until these dudes came out and told their story. So it's like we represent entire cities states countries areas and it's like if i never been to new orleans how am i gonna know what's going on i listen to juvenile i listen to master p and they represent that or like with queensbridge like before i went to queensbridge ever i already knew what it looked like i already knew about 12th street nah, illustrated first that shit. nah yeah. it's my deep mega Mob, yeah Cor- mega yeah tragedy Gaddafi. yeah um, all of them i was like the first, that was the first rapper i ever met oh yeah tragedy Gaddafi. That's yeah what's up. Um, That's i used to talk, talk to him on um 
AOL Instant Messenger. That's how old I am. Talk to him oh, on AIM. I used to talk to, I used to talk to Reverend Run on there too. That's what's up. Um, yeah, um, that's, that's 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 love right there. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a good guy too. Um, Reverend Run's actually a good guy. I never met him personally, personally, right? But like, like for him to take the time out to talk to people on something like a platform like that, yeah. But he was ahead of his time, so he understood. And that's of course, why he was able. Like, you see, we used to send those little tweets out mm-hmm. or whatever. He he really knew what he, he was, was doing. He was big on Twitter before, like a lot of other rappers were. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was engaging with yeah. the people. Peace with, to him. You know, with the yeah, big shout out to Reverend Run. I'm 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 gonna run into him eventually. You know what I'm saying like we are gonna run into him eventually. So I, w- I wouldn't mind running into one of his daughters for real. No, that's a fact though. Even mm-hmm. though uh, one of them got a baby, but both of them got babies. Yeah, they do. That's right. The or, older or one or one's baby pregnant too. now. Whatever. Angela's pregnant now. She she's about to have a baby. Angela yeah. bad. Like Angela really like. And she was always pretty, but once she really got her body in order, mm-hmm. like, and you know, I mean, I, I feel like she has a she had a head in the right place. I, I feel like they he he, he raised, raised them he right. raised some really good kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he raised them right. Other than JoJo thinking he could rap, um, and but, getting kidnapped and shit like that, like those, that's a whole nother story. Bro. Yeah, he, he, he was on some other story. shit, but they, they, they were a good family. I, I liked I enjoyed watching that show, so I feel like they, Very they provided something good for the black family. Like you really got to see black love, right? And you got to see like real parenting, where like you know kids make mistakes. You know, fathers make mistakes. Well, you know, I'm gonna crash your car, or I broke this. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot of learning experiences in that show. You 100%. know what I mean? And getting to see Angela and Vanessa is always a plus. I, I can't be mad at that. You know I can't. You know what I'm saying? So Rusty was hilarious too. He was funny. He was funny. He was a bugged out guy. Funny, funny little kid. He always yeah. did some dumb shit. Always just crazy. crazy. So, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, so we got a few minutes left. And uh, real, real quick before 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 we done, we probably got like five five six minutes to talk about this real quick. Uh, you you are, ask me about the Grammys, are you? No, 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 don't give a fuck about no goddamn Grammys. Right, you cool. are uh, big on on uh, battle rap too, absolutely. Yeah, and and we we pretty much come for the same time, so yeah, yeah, we can yeah, talk about that shit. Now, do you? And I asked Nico. Shout out to my boy Nico because we Nico, spoke what about up, this too. Uh, do you see battle rap? Furthering now, do you think it's gonna burn out soon? Um, honestly, I feel like battle rap has reached a plateau, but at the same time, I feel like the plateau that is at right now, it, 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 battle rap is in really good space because mm-hmm. we have a, a lot of leagues. There's still a lot of competitiveness, and there's still new freshness coming out. Like, right. and I feel like battle rap is still one of the places where you know battle rap is still one of the few, very few forms where New York actually. Has a, has a strong presence mm-hmm. w- when it comes to, you know, battle rap. We, we got Charlie Clips, T-Rex, a legend. We got Murder Mook, Hollow the Dawn, mm-hmm. where it's like hip hop. We still, we still on got math. Yeah, ma- math, Alpha, you know, yeah. math is cool. Um, he's actually a really nice guy too. Like a I lot of people tell. think, a lot of people think math is like this crazy t- dude that's going to slap you and all that. Math is a really nice guy, man. I can like, tell. He's a really good guy. I can tell, yeah. Really, so, really good guy. My, you a know, lot of those guys are really nice, too. I mean, p- people forget, like, this is it's, it's a sport. Yeah. It's like playing ball. Yeah. It's like, all right, we cool here. We get over there. It's a different story. Yeah, it's, it's game time. Like, yeah, it's game time. You know what I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to run you off this court because, you know what I mean, because this is my livelihood. Like, that's a fact. I, I got to go for mine. but That's a fact. That's a fact. So, uh, my my thing with battle rap, I love it so much. I just don't want to see it burn out because there's a lot of money being yeah, talked about. Everywhere now, yeah, it's like you got King of the Dot, you got Don't Flop, you got U Dub, you got uh, all these Midwest joints. Like, there's a yeah. lot of stuff going on, and you, you know, know what how they gotta it is. do? They got to do like a March Madness of uh, like battle rap, where like you get the mm. the top, you know, the six, top sixteen dudes from URL, top sixteen dudes from King of the Dot, right. top sixteen dudes from uh, Don't Flop, top sixteen from U Dub or whatever, and you just set up like a uh, a, a tournament, the same way the NCAA tournament is, 
and then you have like someone from the URL bracket, you know, where you have like a one seed, you know, the one seeds would be like the Charlie Clipses, the Hollows yeah. and all that. Then you have like yeah. your two seeds, the Calicos, the Tay Rocks and all that, the Rum Nitties. And then you have like your sleepers, people like Av. Like I feel like Av is going to really be doing this. Av is dope. I like Av a lot. What happened to Adi Boom? Did he go I, to jail? I think I, I, I didn't went to jail, I think. Because sure. he just disappeared. If he did, I, hold, hold your head. I, I think he's in jail. I don't want to. I was, I was a big fan of his. I liked him. I don't. I think I only saw one of his battles. Okay, I see um, maybe like three. I think he was like. I think he's locked up. I, I wouldn't be shocked. He was still in the streets. So who, I don't who would you think? Around. Who do you think is like the hottest new dude coming out the bat? I, I like Rum Nitty a lot. Like I, I Rum wasn't Nitty too versed on Rum. So Rum Nitty surprised hard. me. Rum Nitty's hard. Like Rum Nitty surprised. I'm really feeling him right now. I'm very happy that Ill Will came back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm Ill Will came Ill back Will too. Fan. Like, URL, uh, whatever's going on between him and URL. Um, yeah, hopefully, I, I'm gonna watch that battle as soon as I get home. Oh no, no, I'm gonna check that shit out tonight. I'm definitely gonna check that. Um, I'm my girl gonna be mad. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, a, I'm still a Tay Rock fan. Oh, Tay Rock is Tay dope. Rock fan. Tay Rock, um, Tay Rock and Calico is like my one A and one B because they up there. Calico's like rarely in battle rap. He pops up like once every eighteen months, but when, when he, he comes, to. he does his thing. Like the battle we had with Sue Surf was a classic. The battle classic. we had with Tay Rock was a classic. classic. Like, and Hitman, Hitman's first rounds, man. Hitman's first round. That, I mean, that's as far as we the, can go. The, the other two rounds, eh. But yep. Hitman's first round. I mean, because everything about show out. So, I mean, hey. Absolutely. Hitman's first rounds, man. And, I, I <laughs> and, and, you know, talking about bad rounds, we're just going to leave it at that. Uh, brother, I thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate oh, we, you. We, we, appreciate can go, you. we can go on for another five hours. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate it. This is not going to be your last time here. Absolutely. I'm, I'm down. When it, you, you, are, you already know. Holla right. at me. I'm I'm down to we can come and talk about everything. There's a million other things we could have talked about. We gotta yeah, do a part I'm, two. Oh, absolutely. I'm, we gotta I'm, do a part. I'm comfortable two. with everything we talked about so far, but it's much more we can go in, dig deeper. Hundred percent. I'm saying. Um, thank everybody for listening. Um, yeah. Tell them one more time where they can reach you at. Y'all can hit me at Instagram at Trill Nimley. That's Trill T R I L L N is in Nancy I M is in Mary L E Y. I'm out here. Um. You can follow me. I'll, I'll probably follow you back. If you're a girl and you're pretty, I'll follow you back. Um, no private pages. Yeah, don't, no private pages. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't really know how pretty you are if you have a private page. <laughs> and, like, I, I, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, and I want to see, like, who you are. Like, do I want to follow you? If you have a private page, I don't know if I want to follow you. Know what I'm saying? Facts, though, facts, though. But, yeah, yeah. man, I appreciate uh, you coming out, man. Uh, one more time, I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Follow me on Instagram at J O S I E S B O Y O one word. October twenty first. Josephsboy.bigcartel.com. Your girl's favorite artist t shirts will be out midnight. Well, midnight Thursday going into Friday, you know what I'm saying? So uh yeah. Y'all keep downloading, keep listening, I appreciate y'all. Uh as I always say, keep paying, let God handle the framing, and I'm done. I'ma holla at y'all. Peace. when it's over.